In a time where unsolicited advice, opinions, and dick pics are the norm. Here's a podcast you didn't ask for, but we're giving you anyway. Well, actually, who asked you anyway? Mind if I jump in here real quick? No one cares. Allow me to play devil's advocate. I don't think you know what that word means. This fucking guy. This is Unsolicited. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unsolicited Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jack, and in my room with me, live, is Kelly. Woo! Tommy's not here. We felt bad for taking however many weeks off. Yeah, we've taken a lot of time off recently, and Tommy is currently gallivanting around Ireland with his friends. And, or fiance? Uh, well, this, no, he's all, all of his friends are there. What? what are they uh, that's doing? what I was saying right before we started recording. I was like, I didn't realize this part of their trip was with their friends. So like, oh, e- I didn't e- know who you were talking about. Ethan is there, and um, fucking Tom Lally's there. So you know that they're getting into some trouble. Holy crap! Is there a dead show? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm I'm waiting patiently for all of their Instagram stories because. Tommy's not really good at posting them himself, but no. he will repost them. But I yeah. also am friends with Ethan and yeah. Tom, so I'm I'm Ethan's really the one who's going to keep us updated, and yes. Jacqueline probably. So yes, and we'll uh, know the truth from those two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, we just you know, we walked around. <laughs> I'm a prince. I'm a prince. Nothing, um, nothing happened. So yeah, pretty jealous of that. Not gonna lie. And I was going to bring DJ Qualls here tonight. Uh, to podcast to take over Tommy's hot takes but he committed to doing this and then remembered that his friend was coming to stay with him (laughs) this morning so I just got here I was with them at the bar a little earlier should have recorded the podcast at the bar and just had it been real hectic well I so I showed up um, they were doing trivia and um, DJ and Ty were winning and so Ty's, Ty's an actor and he's in a bunch of things. In fact, one of the commercials for his shows came on while we were at the bar. Oh, he's like, cool. that's my show. What show is it? Plug it. I, I didn't see the part where it showed the title. Okay, well, but his name like, is what? I think it's Ty Olson, but I, it's it's like a... Canadian actor? Chicago Fire. It's, it, it's not that, but it's something like that. Probably. Angry Birds Summer Madness? Yeah, that's it. No, just kidding. Um, uh, an Honorable Man? That's a short. Ellen? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in a ton of shit, honestly. Wait, like, it says TV series announced, episode one of one, Chief Winston. Uh, uh, I feel like it would have more... I don't know. He, I, I don't know what it was. Hmm. It was some rescue-ish type of... Maybe he's a firefighter. I don't really know. But he's an actor, and so they're like besties. I'm pretty sure it's Angry Birds. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, okay. Side note on the Angry Birds. I just started playing with my Oculus again because oh, I wow. like completely forgot about it. Uh-huh. And um, I downloaded the Angry Birds game, and good Lord, is that fun? <laughs> because cause you do like you pull back with each of the things so you're like pulling back a bow and arrow to yeah. shoot things and I'm just like cool. look at me sharpshooter uh, anyway so I showed up while they were doing trivia and um, that looked like Forrest for a second uh, <laughs> no it's Ty Olsen <laughs> that's not what he looks like I think in real it's life Ellen it's called Ellen well look now that Ellen the generous is no longer in the air you can take the name uh, Ellen back oh I thought when you said Ellen I thought you were saying he was on the Ellen Oh, no. I mean, I was also confused when I read Ellen. Oh, it was that, announced. That, that there's no IMDb it. page. That must be coming out later. Yeah, yeah. They tend to not update the IMDb coming until out it's soon. like day of. So anyway, I show up. 
they've been doing trivia and they are number one when I get there and it's in between rounds right and then so of course I get there and DJ's like we haven't seen each other in months yeah and so we're chatting blah blah blah, whatever and then I can hear the trivia host talking but I assume that DJ can hear this too so I don't know how the trivia goes I don't know if he talks a lot between the rounds but DJ's ignoring him so I ignore him and then huh. and then DJ finds out that they have missed an entire round <laughs> <laughs> and DJ's like this is why I hate women because pussy walks in the room and I get so distracted and we, they missed an entire round so then the the host <laughs> announces the the lineup again. They're still in first place, what? missing an entire round of questions. So I came These guys are dorks. So then the last round came up and it was Thrillist made a 2022 list of the top 10 burgers nationwide and Oh, I read get, that list. If you get all 10 correct, you it's double or nothing. I went to one in New York. Which one? I don't think it deserved to be on it. To Which be one? Um, I forget the. I'll find it real quick. Okay, so this was the list. So it was. I'll I'll pull up the list. How about that? Thrill what's list. crazy is that Culver's was number one, which is one of the ones I put on the list, and so the entire bar was cheering for me. <laughs> wow. Um, but it was like Culver's, In and Out. Oh, for fast. Uh, oh, for fast food. Yeah. The fasties. Yeah. Okay. Whataburger, Best McDonald's, Wendy's, Sonic, Sonic. No, I don't. It's Sonic. It yeah, has yeah. it. Sonic was on it. Um, and then there was something called like Jollibee. Jollibee. I just saw Jollibee today in the mall. Never it's heard Filipi- of that. It's a Filipino it- chain. Oh. And so they had a couple locations. The first one, I don't know if it's the first one, but the first one in LA was in Koreatown. And obviously parking around there is terrible. There's one just over by me in Eagle Rock and... Um, yeah, they do like chicken on the bone and burgers. Wow. Well, two of the ones that I didn't even think about, which one of them I'm upset about, Jack in the Box was on the list. I do love Jack in the Box, but not... It's. I've never thought of their burgers being like exceptional, but Del Taco was on the top 10, which Wait, is... I'm not seeing... I'm seeing... Crazy to me. Well, uh, who cares? Okay, I just told you anyway. It's it's. Uh, I believe you. I just. I wish I could find. I wish I could find this list. And then list. you know you had Carl's Jr. slash Hardee's. You had Jollibee. You had yeah Del Taco, Jack in the Box. They gave best taco to Del Taco, which is just wrong. Listen, I love Del Taco. No, it's like all wet. The chicken soft taco is where it's at. Really? The grilled chicken taco. I think El Pollo Loco is totally underrated. Okay, so Del Taco is... Oh, the winner is The Del Taco from Del Del Taco. Taco. I don't know what that is. Oh. um, I probably had it. Well, when I was a freshman in college, um, you know, Del Taco is not in the Midwest, so I had been here for an entire semester. And then two days... I don't know, maybe it was the day before I went to go home for Christmas break for mm-hmm. six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends decided to get Del Taco late at night and we get chicken soft tacos. And I was so furious because <laughs> it was the best thing I'd ever wow. tasted. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I've been here for fucking five months and none of you have taken me to get a chicken soft taco, and now you've done it the night before I leave for six weeks. Like, all I wanted 
for the six weeks yeah. that Christmas break was Del Taco. I came back and I think we ate it like f- for two weeks straight. That's crazy. Like Colleen fucked. Colleen, I know you're listening to this. You fucked up big time on that one. <laughs> and the fact that we're still best friends. I'm just kidding. Uh, My Del Taco experience was terrible. Oh, how, oh well. It, it was just, everything's it was, shit now, It was just though. sopped with yeah. gunk. Just, I don't know what... It was like a. Well, I always order extra gunk. <laughs> like the extra gunk. <laughs> I love. It was like it must have been sour cream or something because it was just there's just white. Oh, that's so, the secret sauce. That's the secret sauce. Yeah. It was just drenched in it. No, it's it's gotta be it's gotta be a delicate amount. I was Normally, drenched. what I do is actually I just get the t- the the taco itself because they. In my experience, they never put enough of the secret sauce mm. on it. It's like, you know, like now fast food places, they just like squirt it in one spot. Yeah. And you're like, I need you to. Where's divvy- the finesse? I need you to div- like Chipotle. When I go to Chipotle in person, yeah. I ask them to mix up my burrito. How do you do that? They either like finagle the tortilla and oh, kind of like, like mash it around like or you're, like you're or, cleaning a bowling ball. Yeah. Or some people take forks and mix it up because I'm like. I see the way you're laying out because it's burrito. like a strip of rice. Yeah, it's like I I don't want a bite of this and then a bite yeah. of this. So you want them to do what you do with like a poke bowl, and before you add the rice, you like mix it up right. with all the sauce. And People stuff. just don't take a lot of you know, they don't take a lot of pride in their work these days. Like Subway, this sandwich artists, they're artists. You know, like well, art subjective. Did you hear that recently? Somebody, a sandwich artist. <laughs> Okay, don't laugh because it gets really dark. A sandwich artist was shot and killed in a subway this week. Oh, no. Because they put too much or too little mayo on the sandwich. I don't know what it was, but somebody was shot and killed over mayo at a subway this week. Look, here's the thing. My gut says it was too much because too little you won't get shot. Definitely too much. If you don't want mayo, you're going to get shot. But, like, here's the thing. Let's just start the sandwich over. Oh yeah, we gotta end a life over this. What's what's happened, and what did Mayo do? To I you? mean, at one point did this guy realize there's too much Mayo? Well, see, here's the thing: I wasn't there because I would have stopped the murder if I was there because I would have been like, "Bro, chill. I'll take that because I love Mayo. Like, I'll I'll take that sandwich, and you yeah. can just start over." Someone no, told me recently, no problem, no food waste. Someone told me recently that I thought was really funny about Subway is it, it's like people go. I think he was ripping off a comedian's joke. People go, oh, I hate Subway. It's like, bitch, you made the sandwich. Yeah, that's... Th- uh, okay, yes. If it didn't end up right, it's your fault. Granted, like, you can you can talk about ingredients. But, like, sure. listen, I'm not too snobby for Subway. I, I like it. I love what I make at Subway. What I make. What me and my sandwich artist create together. Look, last time I asked for honey mustard and it got... You know, it became drenched in honey mustard. Mm. And so my new thing is to say light, just light anything. Mm. Because yeah, I, mean, I can't trust. I'd rather have. What's your little. what's your subway order? I change it up every time. Depends oh, what I feel. Wow. Gutsy. I'm just trying things out. Nice. I re- I do wish they just had pre-made sandwiches. Like I like Jersey Mike's and they go, you want a Mike's way? Yes. I love. I just Jersey. don't want to. I just don't want to put it together. Fully come around to Jersey Mike's. Yes. I was a Jersey Mike's hater yes. for Dude, such a so long good. time, but it is so fucking. I had it yesterday. It's so fucking good. Hey, everyone and who's the listening, fact that you can screw get screw you who doesn't like it. And the fact that you can get everything in a tub too, because mm-hmm. like there are times when I'm like, I'll have a sandwich, but then there are times where I'm like, I'm trying to watch my carbs, so I'll get it in a tub and then I'll yep. wrap it in a low carb tortilla. Oh, nice sandwich effect. 
It's good. <laughs> Sandwich effect. <laughs> and I'm thinking about, because I also have low-carb bread, too. I'm like, mm. I'll just get in a tub. Make the, I'll pretend like I'm making these sandwiches at home. Do they give you all the over. innards and you just have the, yeah. the bread? That's easy. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. And now all of a sudden, like, why even buy groceries? Yeah. Mike has me. He's got my back. Because <laughs> he's going to do it why his way. I, why would I ever buy groceries when Mike's yeah. got my back? Man, this is a great fucking podcast. You know, see, Holy this shit. Is, see, this is what we can talk about when Tommy's not here. <laughs> <laughs> the really important stuff. Because well, normally be, he would have cut us off Just five minutes ago. Just chain food. <laughs> like, All right, can you know move it on? This is so boring. He he really is so bored of us. I feel like there's a part of me that feels like he went on a three-week vacation so that we could stop podcasting and then he thought we would forget about it and then it would be over. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, don't worry, we'll carry on the legacy while you're gone. He's like, yeah, so I'm going to be producing something for the White House. And then I, I have a week, but then after that, I'm gone. I'm, I leave the country. Oh, okay. What, did, what went wrong with the president? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of things. <laughs> well, you know, he's a big White House guy. He, he loves does. working for the White House. Washington D.C. calls me every day. It's always spam, but oh. it doesn't cease to call. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of scam likely calling me every day either because I'm like, mine's not even fun. Mine doesn't say scam likely or possibly spam, whatever the other one is. It just, it just the number pops up. So my up problem is that I actually changed. A handful of numbers in my phone to scam likely. <laughs> <laughs> and so I actually never know who's calling, but it wow. gets sent to voicemail you immediately. Have maybe Bill Gates. <laughs> maybe Bill Gates. And scam likely. Uh, yeah. My ex texted me while I was in Chicago. Um, was he scam likely? No, he's oh, okay. don't text. Uh, but um, he texted me. It was twelve eighteen Chicago time on like a fucking Wednesday, and I just get and and I had like so when I'm dating anybody or like actually you have a different text tone. Scott has a different text tone. Like the people that I talk to regularly, yeah. where like things might be important, they all have a different text tone. And I had never changed his, so I'm home sitting at Grant's house in Chicago, <laughs> and this text noise goes off and it like PTSD. there's PTSD right Holy like you're shit. you've got feelings attached to this noise and I was like what the fuck and it's just hi Kelly just don't text hi Kelly and um I was like you know I'm not gonna give him the satisfaction of thinking thinking that I give a shit about him I go hi and then two minutes later I go so you're not gonna tell me who this is <laughs> <laughs> And then he tells me his full name. <laughs> like middle name? <laughs> no, but uh. just like, and it's funny because his first name, I'm like, how many of these do you think I know? Uh, <laughs> because it's not a common name? It's not, it's not a terribly okay. common name. Um, and it's, so the way it's, like, it's the way it's. My name is Aardvark Johnson. <laughs> the way it's spelled too. It's like, yeah, I definitely don't know uh, more than one of these. But, um, <laughs> and he's like. I just wanted to say, I, I go, oh, well, that's a surprise. Anyway, hi. And he goes, well, I've just been, I've been thinking about you a lot and blah, blah, blah. And I can't remember what he said. I've been thinking about you a lot. Oh, and I stumbled upon your number. So I wanted to say hi. And then I just didn't respond. Well, he said hi. Mission he did, accomplished. He did say, I like, but that's the thing. Like, I have a feeling in his head, he's like, what the fuck? She just fucking didn't, didn't even want to talk to me. But it's like, that's how he always was is just yeah. like he would just say hi and then put all of the conversation on me and it's like okay yeah. if 
if you want to ask me a question, did you have, I might respond. Yeah, but did you like, have something? You have not said anything. Nah. I have a feeling he's going to text me for my birthday. He did last year, like an hour before my birthday. I was like, you fucking ruined my birthday. Uh, fucking Your birthday's an in hour 40 before minutes, started. My birthday's in 40 minutes. 30 Six years old. I was gonna say thirty-seven. Wow. I'm not oh, yeah. thirty-seven. <laughs> Guys, I'm thirty-six almost. <laughs> I just got asked at Seven Eleven. He's like, "You got an ID? How old are you?" And I was like, "I'll be thirty-six tomorrow." I was like, "Do you want to see my ID?" He's like, "I believe you." And I was like, "I don't know if that's rude or if I just look trustworthy." I don't. I don't know how to feel about that. It's like, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. No, um, you want to. I think the difference is because he he prompted you, "Hey, can I see your ID?" Right, right, right. And you respond with your age. He's like, "Oh, you're probably fine. You would have thirty-seven. Why would you lie about that?" Thirty-six. Versus, stop aging versus, me. Thirty-six. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. Uh, sorry, I was. I'm turning twenty-seven in two weeks. Right, right, right. Um, because if the difference is, do you need to see my ID? And he goes, "No, you're good." That's different. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I had it like so quick. When I, someone asked me, like, "How old are you?" I go. I turn 27 next week. They go, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, you can have it. You're good. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that recently where it's like there are certain things like security questions that you get asked. And it it is interesting how people get away with doing those things because like when I'm doing – like when I call any company and they're like, can I verify your address? And I'm just like – and if I'm pretending to be somebody else or like using a fake ID or something like that, it's like it just never would be second nature like that. Yeah. I wonder how often those people who are doing this are like, this person isn't the person who's calling. Yeah. Then they just go down the line. Okay. And when was the last time you used our service? <laughs> um, let me, I don't have that in front like, of me. It's like, mm, that could be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Uh, the best is when you call the automated line and go, do you know what your user ID is? No. Do you know what your, what your member ID is? No. Yeah. I'm like, I barely remember the name of this company that I subscribed to four years ago, but somehow I've been being charged $60 a month. <laughs> Not realizing I had a subscription. Please just cancel it. That's my that's my entire life. That's class action right there. I've been in two class action lawsuits with Bumble because of that exact reason. Wait. I've gotten maybe three hundred dollars from Bumble over the years. Wait, wait, you've gotten it from them? Yeah, because I put money. Because what will happen when you subscribe when you pay for the dating apps or whatever? Yeah, Bumble in particular. It'd be like, do you want to pay for one month? Do you want to pay for th- one month is like ten ninety nine, and then three months is like fifteen ninety nine, and it's like, but if you paid for three months individually, it does all yeah, that math for be, you. It's yeah. like, or you could pay for the whole year. It's like, I'll just do three months. What they don't tell you is that it charges you at the end of the three months for another three months. Oh yeah, of course. Um, so it wasn't clear about that, and then to unsubscribe with so many different pages in the phone that you like, couldn't find it. Yeah. Um, so there was a class action lawsuit about it. I got some money. I think that one was like a $220 check. And then the other class action lawsuit <laughs> from Bumble was that some guy said the algorithm was against men and that it didn't push you in people. You could get stuck in some sort of like shitty but category. How does that make sense? If the algorithm, 
what for I women think, that are looking for men, how can the algorithm be I think whatever the men like I think it wouldn't He's like push. manly men. I'm th- carrying a fish in my profile picture and that's what they need to see. It was it was somehow proven that it was discriminatory and that it changed how the men's app worked versus the women. Um I don't know. I I got 70 bucks from it. I don't, I nice. don't care. I don't nice. really care. You should put that on your Bumble profile. I've I've collected money from two class action Bumble suits. Oh dude, and what was funny with the I think the second one was would you like to be paid out in Venmo or would you like the money to go towards another Bumble Gold <laughs> subscription? <laughs> you're like, like, I'll take the Venmo. Listen, Thank fucker, you. we know that you're lonely because you signed up for this class action lawsuit. So I do you want more so Bumble? Many like, you know what? I know you fucked me, but you know, here's some more money. Just it's an ab- I mean, that's an abusive relationship right there. To be fair, it's like those people probably still want the pres- the. <laughs> the prescription the subscription look the people um, who are paying the app's not working for them yeah well yeah because yeah They're you ho- know of course because they make it seem like the money's really gonna help nope hey listeners if anyone's on the app and paying don't fucking bother yeah Doesn't no work. D- never pay for an app um i've learned the hard way maybe three ever, to four times ever 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 um what about you harmony Oh, did I ever tell you this? I got rejected from eHarmony <laughs> in college. I wrote an entire blog post about this. Holy shit. Wait, hold on. Let me. I think I could find this. No joke. I found it. We're back. <laughs> okay. So this is Monday, December 26th, 2011. I wrote this. The title is, I got rejected by eHarmony. <laughs> I can't believe you just brought this up, and I have a story for this. What a what a very appropriate title. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like any normal American, I spent most of today watching marathons of Family Feud on the Game Show Network. But it Wait, was hold on, one more time. What year was this? It's <laughs> twenty eleven. Okay, but this was the day after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't until Jerry Springer's new dating show, Baggage, came on that I remembered the time I was rejected by (laughs) eHarmony. Jumps in time machine to travel back to 2005. Holy crap, this is a 2011 post talking about a 2005 incident. Okay. Because I had forgotten about it until I saw the show. It was the fall of 2005 and I was living in a house with four other girls. I'm like scared to read this because I actually don't remember what it says. So (laughs) I always cut it. One of my roommates had just started an eHarmony account and was always getting emails and date propositions. Curious and hungry for a free meal, I thought, hey, I've got a splendid idea. I'll join eHarmony too. To be honest, it was probably when I was drunk. So I got out my laptop and started typing. Once I got past the find my matches page that tells you to enter your name and age, I thought I was well on my way. But no, I was hit by a chastity belt of questions. (laughs) 45 minutes worth of surveys. Questions about my personality, activity levels, things I find important in a match, etc. I'm fairly certain the only reason I even finished the goddamn survey is because I was drunk. So here we are, 45 minutes later. I am stoked that I finished the survey and I'm ready to see my matches. I clicked continue and was greeted by this. And it was a thing that said, unable to match you at this time. Oh my God. (laughs) 
You can imagine my disappointment, not because I wouldn't be going on an interweb date, but because I had wasted 45 minutes of of precious drinking time. (laughs) But wait, Eat Harmony, you elitist prick. What do you mean you can't match me? I'm extremely easy easy to get along with. I am entertained by everything, and I place little importance on a potential boyfriend's income. And I'm willing to take a 45-minute quiz. (laughs) And who wouldn't want to date this? And I posted this picture of me in a bear hat. (laughs) (laughs) What I later realized and what they don't mention in their marketing was that eHarmony has some pretty intense religious standards and I am the child of Satan. Now, for those of you who are still wondering what baggage is, (laughs) let me give you the quick rundown via Wikipedia. And it's like... Similar to the dating game, Baggage gives three contestants the chance to win the eye of a prospective date. The contestants carry three suitcases on stage, a small, medium, and large one. Each suitcase contains an embarrassing, unique, or weird proposition the contestant may have. For example, bad habits. I share a bed with my grand grandmother. Strange relationship preferences. My partner must dress up as Santa Claus. Issues with one past. I'm an outlaw in Mexico. And strange hobbies. I play video games 30 hours a week. These cases will represent the baggage to which they will confess and defend. The bigger the suitcase, the bigger the secret or baggage is. Once the three contestants are paired down to one, the potential dater must admit to a fault of his or her own. Riveting stuff, huh? Let's keep this moving. I'm glad you called out. I was like, how does this connect? (laughs) (laughs) So the second round of baggage is revealed without the picker knowing whose baggage it is. In today's episode, one of the contestants' suitcases revealed that she was rejected by an online dating site. And I literally have a picture of the screen. Wow. you Like, this this is is an old school TV. (laughs) Now, the other two contestants' secrets were, one, I own over 50 knives and two, I planned the wedding after the first date. Guess oh. who got eliminated? The girl who was rejected by an online dating site. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? I feel your pain, Wait, girl. What? Uh, eHarmony will forever be on my shit list, but I guess it was foreshadowing because I'm still single. And <laughs> Oh, that's how it ends? <laughs> yeah. And it's 2022, 11 years later, and I'm still single. <laughs> on the eve of your birthday. <laughs> Well, because I think I took that long quiz too, and at the end it was ridiculous. And now, would you like to pay forty dollars a month? (sighs) I gotta pay for this shit. That uh, those those quizzes were fucking insane, and I was actually so mad because it was calling. I didn't even know how to answer most of them. No, I know because it was, it was was it wasn't it like a scale of things? It was like strongly disagree to strongly. Yeah, it's like how do you feel you are in a relationship? Like I don't know. I haven't really been in one. Yeah, I, I'm guessing that all of the ones were like, Jesus plays a strong part in my life, and I'm like, strongly disagree. They just immediately ousted me during this. But like, Colleen's not super religious. But she's not as non-religious as I am. Is he harming a, more, more like, like a yeah, Christian Yeah, it's, it's a Christian site. Yeah. It is Christian? Yeah. And the, the founder or whatever is, yeah. I don't know if it's Christian for sure, but they're definitely... What, isn't there Christian mingle? <laughs> Yeah, you know, you would think they would leave it. But that's what's weird about it is they they never had advertised it as. No, I never would have guessed. But I guess that's how they get. You have to get a big population of people to come in and you don't want to single people out for not being religious. You just the religious dating market, I feel like, is like such a like specific zone. Well, now I easy to make money. But yeah, and well, because now I think that religion is p- people that are religious are in the minority. Like twenty three percent of the United States is 
Catholic, mm-hmm. which is such a small percentage compared to like when I was growing up. But I'm alcoholic, so what sliver is alcoholic? Alcoholic, well, that's yeah. We pray to you know. You pray the to make the a little ultra God or whatever. <laughs> we go to the ultra every day to pray to Lord Michelob. <laughs> we always we, remember when Luis was a waiter. We place, he called it a Michelob Ultra. We place a lime at his feet. Holy crap! You brought a lime. For the Casamigos shot. Mm. I have well, two other tequilas over here and two whiskeys. Well, Forrest brought this Casamigos to my house because Forrest stayed at my house oh, nice. for four or five days. And just talked on the phone on your oh couch my gosh. all the time. Oh, should I tell that story? Does Forrest know you're upset with him? No, I'm, not, I'm not upset with Forrest. I thought it was hilarious. Like, I just think he's fucking annoying. <laughs> i'm not upset with him at all but it was just so funny because he so i texted jack guys forrest was staying at my house because he just sold his house and he's moving into a new place but then he had like all these issues with the the movers and they're like trying to get all this money from him and so basically they're holding a shit hostage are you serious (laughs) how does this guy hit a roadblock every step of the way but so anyway, he comes. He's moving so, out of his house. Someone's shot and killed out front. Yeah, somebody was murdered outside he of his house. He twists his ankle. I have to help him move shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, movers. he's in a boot. Yeah, you can't forget that he's in a boot. And my house has lots of stairs. Oh my god, so many stairs. And just him <laughs> carrying his luggage up and down the stairs. Anyway, and he's like, "Can you go get the thing that's in the in the room?" I'm like, oh, "Listen, <laughs> yes, I will go get it because I'm a nice person." But anyway, so he. His flight, he was supposed to come home on Friday, but then his flight like got canceled and <laughs> he calls me and tells me about how he's fucking yelling at this fucking flight, at, flight lady. Oh hey, my God. I'm yeah, just like reliving not gonna make it right it. now. <laughs> um, not gonna make it. So anyway, his flight gets delayed. He comes home on Saturday and, um, and I'm just chilling at home, like watching some stupid show or whatever. And he, he gets home and he's like. And I was like, he's like, what are you watching? And I was I explained it to him. I was like, but don't worry, I won't, I won't make you watch it. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. You can watch whatever you want. I'm just gonna be on my computer. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then, <laughs> and then, um, he proceeds to make a couple of phone calls, sitting on my couch, um, to other people, <laughs> and explains to them everything that he like, he went to Florida to go set up this new place that he bought because he's doing an airbnb and he told these people every single part of all of the changes that he made in the apartment and i'm sitting there waiting to start the the fireplace needs a new flu so i had to get that replaced (laughs) and so i was taking videos of him talking about nonsense nonsense and sending it to jack he's like yeah you know i like venetian blinds but i think i'm more of like a curtain blind (laughs) it's just so mundane and, and and so then he gets off the second call or whatever, and then he's just like texting on his phone. And then I, because I can't start my show while he's on the phone, that would be fucking rude. So I wait about forty five minutes for these calls <laughs> to be done. And then he's just texting on his phone, and I'm just looking at my phone. About five minute pass, five minutes pass, where we're just totally silent. And so I start the show back, and then he starts telling me a story. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I 
waited so patiently for this moment. <laughs> what was the story? I can't remember because it didn't matter. It just fucking didn't matter at all. <laughs> yeah, Kelly, I have a story. <laughs> The guy loves the thing to with talk. Airbnbs. If anybody needs a podcast, it's that guy, and he is starting he's one with Dave with, yeah. Williamson. Um, but the man loves to talk. He hates to text, which is a point of contention in our relationship because a simple call that's like, "Hey, what time are we podcasting today?" and I would just be like, "Eleven," it would turn into a twenty-five minute conversation. Eleven. Mm. Okay. Well, I thought it was 12, so... Yeah, so I'm going to have to move around these meetings. Coming, so <laughs> you know, my house, like... He's like my... It was made by a stonemason, but, like, he really <laughs> fucked it up. So I actually have to get all the tiles redone. I had to... Uh, it's just, like, they really just... They messed up this... I had the permits are going through. <laughs> it's so true. It's so fucking true. You're just, like... Whoa, I've never had that many thoughts in my life. <laughs> for every for every phone call we have, I'm just like, whoa, you thought of all that just on the fly? <laughs> it's just like he hits a little pull of a thread in your sweater, and by the end... <laughs> I'm nude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But he's almost 50, so we gotta give him, we gotta give him a break. Look, imagine him at 60. He's gonna be the most rambly... <laughs> yeah, when I was on the road... I really like cheese platters. <laughs> uh, but it's so funny because like it's one of those things where it's like I love him so much as a person that that actually didn't annoy me. I just found it funny. Like I was texting you and Scott so both because I thought you both would appreciate how fucking stupid and ridiculous it was. But like I was not there. There's no part of me that was upset or mad or whatever. But I'm just like this fucking guy. <laughs> Like it almost, I think because it's Forrest, it almost feels like it's a, a bit yes. that he's doing. And so you're like, you don't want to react because you don't want him to be like, ah, I got you. <laughs> so you just let him do the shit for a long time. And you're like, oh, it's not a bit. He's really just he, calling people. He called me earlier today and he was like, hey, so I got this podcast. Um, can you write me a jingle? I'm like, uh, if it's just guitar, I can write you one. But if you want like a fully produced thing, I would go to Cam's brothers. Like, wait, you can't do it. I'm like, no, I can't. I don't know how to produce music yet. I I can like write a song and play it, but I can't produce the full song. He's like, just say you suck. <laughs> just say you suck. I'm like, what? Just just say you suck. I'm like, I suck. Hey man, why are you being so hard on yourself? <laughs> what do you want, man? Uh, he loves to fuck with you. It's he for some reason. Well, I guess. Because I had met Forrest a couple, I think a, a year and a half or maybe even two years before the before I worked with him. So we were like friends on Instagram and all that stuff beforehand. So yeah. it, there was never there was never a situation where he was like, I feel like I can talk down to Kel. Like yeah. he he doesn't do that to me. He does do some things where he's like he'll say something and I'll believe it. And he'll be like, no, fucking ridiculous. But like, he doesn't do the shit that he does to you, but or Luis, <laughs> or Luis. <laughs> man, if you guys didn't know, it would sound like Forrest fucking hated them. It's <laughs> true. But your the, the post of your roast today. I didn't know that clip was going to go out. That was, that was cool. I yeah. That was a, that was a, <laughs> that was a good moment. <laughs> It starts off rough. I was actually like, so 
let's talk about that. Then we did we did the best of ID Cat episode, yeah. and I reached out to Luis. I don't know a month ago, saying like uh-huh. we're we we need some shit to cover the weeks that Jack or Jim's gonna be gone. Do a best of episode, and Luis goes, w- "What do you want?" I was like, "The the best the best of." You've edited like, yeah, like, all the episodes. Just remember, remember all the clips that you do for the episodes. Stream them together. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was so confused that Luis is like, well, "How do you want it?" I'm like, "Of uh, funny and um, consecutive." I what? I don't know what what more information you want. But I was actually a little worried about it because I feel like a lot of times best of episodes flop. But it feels like we're getting a very. I don't know. I because I, it wasn't just that like. We had some. We had the audience like, I don't know, maybe on Patreon or something, write in and say what their favorite moments were. So Louis oh, had really? some guidance. Oh, okay. Um, yeah i I haven't watched the episode, and I'm not actively like looking at the comments, but I see the comments coming in on like Patreon and stuff like that, and people really enjoy it. I've I've learned now to not seek out. Uh, I've, I don't go to YouTube to look at the comments. Yeah, it's or, bad. Like I know there's some good ones about my intro, or whatever, but like. I don't want to see the ones that don't like the intro. Yeah, I, it's so. Oh wait, what was your intro? I'm in the living room. I do like, um, I go. No can we gym. watch it? Yeah, I can play it. Yeah, I want to watch it. Um, <laughs> I just googled YouTube instead of going to YouTube.com for anyone uh, who's interested. Hell yeah! <laughs> fucking can't write a jingle ass. <laughs> don't know how to fucking search. It's just tell us you suck. Hold on, let the speakers no catch up. Gym? I'll start <laughs> No Jim? No Forrest? And no Kelly? <laughs> can't just be Jack talking to himself in the living room, is it? It is. <laughs> You're about to find out why on this episode of I Don't Know About That with Jim Jeffries. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I love that. Yes, it is true. It is just me and him. But that's because Jim is still on tour in Australia. So what we decided to do in the meantime was to put together a best of episode, moments chosen by you, the audience. Now, Jim, Forrest, and Kelly don't know I'm filming this intro, and they don't know I'm wearing this hat. So <laughs> I might get fired. <laughs> do, please enjoy the best of I Don't Know About That with Jim Jeffries. <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. And then there's an ending, too. Uh, that's so good. Are you guys laughing? <laughs> Deforestation. Sorry, mate. It hurt to say that joke, but it was too. You were so excited. I can see you. I feel bad now. I feel bad. Wow, that last joke really got me. I hope you enjoyed as much as I did. And remember, if you're ever at a party and they ask you, you know when another ID Cat episode is coming out, say, I don't know about that. That's that's actually great because I. Wait, what did you? What was the last part? You I said? just threw the hat and said, "I'm so fired." Oh, <laughs> no, that was great. I was actually thinking about that because I'm like, "Oh yeah, we're taking the next two weeks off," but we have not announced it. So that that was great. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Jack. It was. Uh, give credit to Luis because apparently he's all upset. People think I edited the episode. I don't think they did. Well, I guess with the intro and outro, they probably assume that it was your project. Luis is the editor. Look, I know. I Look. listen. 
Luis needs to relax. He needs to relax. He might have. He probably just didn't send us the mean comments that say Jack doesn't know how to talk. What What would he prefer? Comments going, "Good job, Luis," or making money every week? Because <laughs> he makes money every week. Oh well, the first four are nice. Oh wow! Don't do it. All oh, these are all pretty nice. Oh, they're nice. Jack, know. awesome editing. You and Luis did good, my friend. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? <laughs> they, so good. Jack, awesome editing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the clips were already edited by Luis. So yeah. Even if I did edit it, I just <laughs> the clips next to each other. Actually, okay, wait, guys. Anybody listening to this, please go to the YouTube and just say, awesome job editing this, Jack. Holy shit, please. I'm getting actually so much credit for this video. <laughs> Dude, because this-, this is killing Luis. You did a perfect job. <laughs> Did they think I uploaded it too? They think this is like my personal channel. <laughs> Guys, I just did an intro and outro. I'm not running this. They're going like, hey, man, you did great. This is great. Good work, Jack. What Listen, the- Jack, take it in. Okay, so everybody listening to this right now, go to the YouTube, go to the Best of ID Cat episode, and leave a comment saying, amazing editing job, Jack. Or go to Luis's account and message <laughs> on any of his videos. Just go, you know, this would have been better if Jack edited Or it. just like, wow, Jack did a great job editing this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's fuck with him somehow. Because obviously he's extremely butthurt about the fact that you're getting credit for this. Which I get, I get it, it, you know. I can maybe get it. It makes sense. But everyone knows Luis is the editor, so I don't know. Well... Have we even ever said that Luis is the editor? We just like say that he's the sound guy. If we know he has a wooden car. Yeah, we, we, we know some facts about it, like that he would fuck a third cousin and that he has a wooden car. But like, do we, does, does everybody know that he edits the episodes is the question. <laughs> no, because they think you do. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Good job, Jack. That was great. Look, here's the, here's the thing with being a leader. You get the credit when it goes well, and you also get the heat when it goes bad. Yeah. So and Luis, Luis gets no get, bad Luis comments. Luis gets no heat. Yeah, so no heat. Luis, if you're listening, you aren't. But if you were, I'll tell you this to your face. <laughs> Grow a pair. Yeah, fuck off, guy. Yeah, that's what I would you're say You're not even doing you. your podcast because your co-host had a baby. Congrats, yeah, Mike. But Luis, you're Guess who's on vacation again? Luis, also like, like he always is. Friday, the Friday Roe v. Wade was overturned. Luis was Instagramming, I'm in Vegas, look at my hotel room. And I, I commented, we all celebrate the overturning of Roe v. Wade in our own ways. <laughs> He's so insensitive. Dude, so everyone should have gone dark on Friday. I mean, that's how fucked up this country is, like. We stopped just doing dark days for things because we're like, no, because what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? It would just be dark the whole year. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fucking scary. Like, because they're going to fucking over, they're going to make it so the EPA doesn't have to like check it. Like climate change is fucked. Gay marriage is fucked. Abortion. Fucked. Wait, what's the EPA thing? They're, they're basically like saying that now the can't remember the exact wording of it but like there there's now they want to overturn something where the they're they have to give like oversight on certain things or like report different findings or whatever the fuck it is so basically it's going to make the push for changing things to affect climate change in a positive way not 
feasible. Why? We, we fucking purpose. Because they want to watch the world burn, I guess. Like, someone has to be in their pockets. Otherwise, like, yeah, there's, like, co- no reason I to actually said to st- any of this shit. I said to Stan the other day, and I was completely joking, but I was like, Clarence Thomas, like, there's a possibility that, like, Get Out, the Jordan Peele movie's real. And it was just like, you know, he's got this white conservative wife. And I just feel like really? at some point. Yeah, Ginny Thomas. She and she know. like helped with the insurrection. What? Um, which is just crazy in and of itself. You should step down. Uh, yeah. He, it's 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 all fucked. But anyway, I was thinking like you know whatever it was. Whenever he, I mean, he's been on the Supreme Court for a long time. Obviously, with the Anita Hill shit. But it's like it feels like the way that he runs his life. It feels like he's this old fucking white dude that took over the body of a black man and was like, you know, the Supreme Court needs diversity. Breyer to retire Thursday from Supreme Court? No. Who the hell's Breyer? I don't know. Breyer to retire Thursday. Breyer's not one of the bad ones. Who is Breyer? I don't know. Today, Justice Stephen G. Breyer told the White House that he will retire from the Supreme Court at noon Thursday. Clearing way for Judge Kentanji Brown Jackson to be sworn in. Mm. Yeah, but what sucks about that is that you get somebody who's fucking. Who the hell is this? I don't even know. Not this a shit bag for somebody who's not a shit bag. I thought I knew all the names. Maybe I don't. Uh, I don't know. All right, whatever. I don't yeah. know about that. I don't know, man. I don't even recognize We should do guy. an episode on the Supreme Court. Who the fuck is this guy? Have you ever seen this fucking guy? Uh, he looks old and white. I've seen him a billion times. I'm like, is there another <laughs> Supreme Court? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Crunchwrap Supreme There's Court. There's only like seven of them. How do we not? <laughs> There's nine. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I was just dealing with the main seven. That's my bad. Shit, so there's another two I don't know? Okay. I forgot about the two on the bench. <laughs> Wait, so then was it a 5-4 split? It was a 6-3. It was 6-3? Yeah. See, I thought it was maybe a 3-4. Yeah. 6-3. Um, but. Holy shit, that's overwhelming. Well, yeah. And three of those people were elected by Trump, who lost the popular vote. <laughs> and he. And electors. And elector, Like, just. I don't even understand why the Supreme Court has lifetime appointments. That makes I've never understood it. That well, I don't. I don't understand the lack of term limits on most of government. Doesn't make any sense because the way government is meant to work is that these are civilians that are trying to make life better for the average person, for the correct for the per, the people, and what they've turned it into is that. Politicians can now work at these jobs for a really long time. They get to a point where they're now getting money from lobbyists and fucking companies that will bankroll them and do all this stuff. And then they stay in these jobs forever and then they lose touch with reality completely. And they they sponsor these bills or pass these laws that fuck their constituents completely because they know that they're never going back to that normal life, which the term limits should just be like. I think four years is very short. I think uh, maybe not for a president, but like for Congress or the Senate or whatever. 
I think eight years, it's like you go in there, you try to make a positive change and then you fucking go back to your life. I, I don't think people should become fucking wealthy from being a politician. That's yeah, it I think completely yeah, misses years. the point. I, I think I would feel like an easy number just off the top. It feels like 12, like a decade, a little 12 more than months. a decade. 12 months. Great. <laughs> I think 12 years is probably. Yeah. What I, whatever it is. But I mean, but it, it, like Mitch McConnell. How long? He, I mean, he's been there for forever. Well, turtles can live up to two hundred fifty years, so <laughs> he. I think he's two hundred twenty-seven. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, but we'll, have to, we'll have to cut him in half and count the rings. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. Um, but it's just like that. I just I don't. Nobody should be getting so rich to the point that they are untouchable by the like based on the laws that they're creating. Like when it comes to Roe v. Wade, like I'm sure there there are probably people that listen to this podcast that are anti-abortion and and what I would say to you is please look into the fact that abortion is not about people using it as birth control. 90% of abortions happen um, within the first 13 weeks yep. when it's a cluster of cells that is non-viable. It is not a life outside. Even, even when you can count, like, can measure a heartbeat in a in a fetus um that's not because there's a fully formed heart and a brain and a and a body there it's because the conductors are able to like perform electricity basically like it's it's cells and the very very few amount of abortions that happen in the third trimester are to save the life of the mother or because the fetus is non-viable and people that are religious like to say that it's God's will and all that stuff, but this is really going to affect how healthcare moves forward for women in general. And there are like all of these States with the trigger laws have already gone into effect. And there are people already not getting the healthcare that they need for this. And like, even people like there are people talking about how they have rheumatoid arthritis and they've been on these medications for 10 plus years. And now they live in States where, you know, these trigger laws have come into effect and they are now not able to get the medications that they've been getting for their rheumatoid arthritis because they are still fertile of fertile age and Ugh. those medications can be used to um like halt pregnancies or abort fetuses or whatever. So now they're not even giving them the medication for these other things going on. There's a lot that goes in into Georgia, it. Georgia the rule is going to be made that you can't get an abortion after six weeks. It was like, isn't that kind of when people find out? Yeah, well, I think a lot in? of people also don't know this. That like, th- when when they tell you when when you find out you're pregnant and you go in to find out how many weeks along they are, it's all an estimate. They just guess based on when you had your last period. There's no there's oh. no way to find out like the night that you conceived or anything like that. It's like they go based on your last period. Microscope go, oh, I see the calendar. No. So there's just there's so much about it that it's like, first of all, lawmakers should not be doing any of this stuff because I saw a tweet recently that somebody was like, my last boyfriend thought that the eggs in my body had shells on them. Oh no. And 
um, that's why men shouldn't be making laws about women's bodies because it's like it, it truly is such a complicated topic. And like unless I, I was a human sexuality minor, so I took classes in pregnancy and embryology like I've I fucking studied this stuff and it's still there's still stuff that I don't know about it. So it's like I know the layman's person doesn't fucking know or the lay, not layman's person, lay person does right. not fucking know the intricacies of pregnancy and and abortion covers all of those things. When you have a miscarriage and somebody and they're taking the the fetus out, that's consi- like anything that stops a pregnancy is considered abortion, even it's for even if it's for the health of the woman. And people are mixing all of that stuff up. They think they think that. Oh no! Well, if the woman's you know sick or whatever, they'll do it. No, they won't because the laws are so fucking like set in that way that doctors don't want to give treatment to people because they're afraid they're going to be prosecuted. So it's just like their abortions are still going to happen, but a lot more people are going to die. And the number one killer of pregnant uh, pregnant women is homicide. So when people can get abortions then these men who don't want to have kids don't have to murder their girlfriends or their wives or whatever when there's they don't also, have kids. I mean, there's a book, Freakonomics, and there's a big thing in it about the correlation between um, availability of abortions and the crime rate. Yep. And, well, let's see. We're, people are already complaining about the level of crime right now. That's, now it, look at the level of crime that's probably going to start to That is up. another thing that frustrates me because it, like, I, I just wish people were more critical thinkers i guess because it's like well, all, all unfortunately of you have civilians in charge <laughs> who start but, doing it for but money I, I, it doesn't take that much to think critically right like you you have to be willing to accept that maybe you don't know everything about a topic but like but crime is so tied into poverty and that's like all it is like it's all it is like you you wouldn't rob well, something I mean, if you of, didn't need. of course you've got like there's people who just like you've got like high level rush. crime of like rich people doing like lo- they've got loopholes and they do all this shit but like when it comes it's to the crime thing, that but the, that's not the crime the, we talk yeah, about yeah when it comes to crime that the average person's worried about they do it because they are in a position where they need to feed their family and like there are so many people who are like I would do fucking I would kill for my kids I would fucking do yeah that's do. what these people are doing they're fucking trying to feed their children they're trying to make it through life and and the system is so fucked up that some people can't do that without stealing or without you know whatever the fuck it is like stealing hbo from their neighbor yeah so it's it's just fucked it's like the more people born into poverty and the more people that are born to people who don't want to have children that means more pe- more children are abused, more children grow up without food, more children grow up without education, which means that more children are going to turn to a life of crime or abuse or any of those things. It's like it's so fucking easy to see and I don't get why people aren't looking at that. Well, if you don't want kids, don't have sex. Well, yeah, and that's the, the obvious solution. So, here. so now only rich people can have sex. So now, cl- sex is a class thing. So unless you're rich, it's like <laughs> that. That's what's crazy about it. It's like you take this thing that is supposed, to, uh, and ultimately, I I've had this thought for a long time. I think that 
Shit, we're like two minutes away from your birthday. Oh, shit. <laughs> Should we lighten up this conversation? Uh, well, yeah. Um, u- ultimately, I think there's a there's a big thing. People don't want women to enjoy sex. Uh, I've, I've felt that for a long time mm. because when women own their bodies and they say, I like sex, they get called a whore. And they want these women that don't want sex. And so he's like, you, and then you're a prude. You're for you're forcing sex on people because that sounds pretty rapey. Anyway, that sounds really rapey. Let me get uh, shot glasses. Anyway, let's get some shot glasses. Time to take a shot. We gotta take a shot. Oh wait, you gotta cut this lime. Okay, the shots have been prepared, <laughs> and it's <laughs> Kelly's birthday in three. Two, uh, I'm one. scared. This is such a big shot. Happy birthday! Yay! You don't have to do the whole shot. You can take a sip. I took the whole shot. That's pretty good. You know me. Yeah, Casamigos is the best. Remember when you saw me try to do a shot on stage? On stage. For OK Stupid? Oh. God, I forgot about that. That was such a. I was actually thinking about that today. Not your time, but just like in general, that as a show. And I'm so bummed because I think. So, anyway, okay, so nobody knows what we're talking about. There was a show called OK Stupid that was put on at UCB, which is an improv school. Improv theater. And my it friend. It went belly up. Yeah, so like my Thomas friend. Thomas Middleditch and Zach Woods and a bunch of like. And Amy Poehler came from this. Amy Poehler made it. The other guys just came from it. So my friend Eli ran this show called OK Stupid. And what they would do is they would look on OK Cupid and they would find people who were like dating and ask them if they wanted to be on this show. And what they would do is they'd bring one dater and then they would find three dates for them. And they these people would go on blind dates on stage. And then you were a dater on one of those shows. Yeah. That's because I, what I suggested you to him. You submitted me or something? Yeah. Which might have just been an email. Probably. But um, you got to go on three blind dates on stage. But the game was kind of fucked up for mine because um, okay, Cupid kicked them off. So they just pulled three random audience members so they weren't able to curate anything. So oh, yeah, it was just that's like true. Three people who weren't prepared to be on stage. Yeah, okay, Cupid like caught on to them. That was a like tough one. Fielding people for a show. There was one lady who was, I think, maybe 30 who just moved to L.A. And she didn't know why. She just <laughs> wanted, like, a change of pace and, like, had nothing going on. So that was hard to talk to. Then the next girl, I think the next girl just lied about everything. So I couldn't. She, I, I'd be like, oh, really? Is that true? No, it's not true. Like, oh, okay, well, this, this is hard to have a conversation. <laughs> and then the third girl, I don't. I can't remember the third girl's deal, but um, I remember one, she had nothing going on. The other one just lied. <laughs> yeah, I barely remember and then yours. I'm my, own, I'm my own form of disaster. No, but you did I think did it fine. led to things being funny, so that's all that mattered. I have a hard time remembering yours because there's a different one that I went to that the dater was such a mess. He was so drunk. <sighs> I should have done that. No, he he didn't like redeem himself in any way. Oh damn. I he was like that. so bad at dating, but it was I like, mean, it was still entertaining because you were like, this How guy's this a mess real? and these poor girls that are on a oh, date yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so it was still entertaining in that way, but he, he didn't do himself any favors, but I know that Eli and his 
a partner that did it with him. They were like talking to TV networks about doing it. And then I think the pandemic the ended, hit yeah. and then, of but I was actually, I was thinking about that today because I was thinking about a dating show. Um, you know, I'm just always thinking about like game show pitches. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about a dating show where, okay, so let's say you're the dater. You, so uh, let's just frame it as like Jim's the host of the show, sure. right? So Jim's the host, you're the dater and you bring three people or groups of people with you that are, that know you well. So your first group would be like your parents or your maternal or paternal upbringing, whoever like raised you or whoever you look up to. And then your second would be like your best friend or best friends. And then the third could be like miscellaneous. So it's either like a sibling or um, a coworker or even an ex. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the show is to find out like who knows you the best. And so all of your groups of people like so the first segment of the show is like you uh, you coming out and getting introduced blah blah blah. and then Jim would be like interviewing your people being like why is this person not in a relationship funny funny stuff there right and then that's good and then it cuts to like there's you know outside of the show all of your people go to like uh, an event where there's a bunch of singles there. And so they d- either do a speed dating event with these singles mm-hmm. or there's a mingle thing. And each of them pick one person that you're going to go on a date with. And then you go on three individual dates and you don't know who picked any of the dates. And then at the end of it, you pick who you want to go on a second date with and whoever it was that picked that person wins like $10,000 or something. And I'm like, that would actually be really fun because it's like a who knows you best type thing. But there's no there's no bias. You're not going to lean towards your friend who needs 10 grand or whatever. You don't know who's picking the dates. And also it's like you find out who these like what is this a live dating show or like a taped the the part parts of it will be taped. So like the dates and then the um this like this event where your your people are picking the people would be taped. And then there's some final round that would be live. His final round would be live in front of an audience and then you like the, you get the reveal of who you picked and like somebody wins the money. But I actually think that'd be really fun because there's so much there's so much room for comedy in people that know you talking about how shitty you are at dating. <laughs> you know, like and Oh yeah. And I think there are shows that have tried to do this, but the host is not a comedian. And so it's like they lean on uh, scripts that are written as opposed to like ad libbing and fucking just listening and responding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So that's my pitch. Nobody steal that, guys. Also, tell me if that's a thing already because I don't think it is, but. Of the few shows I've seen, I've never heard of it. Well, because like there's, there's a huge market right now for like you know married at first sight is on its fucking 13th season so there is there is something to be said for people taking chances could be called my friends a mess yeah or it's just like who knows you best or fucking my friends a mess or like you don't want to say my friends a mess because it could be your parents being the ones setting you up but like Uh, i would totally go on that show yeah i would because if nothing else it would i would be curious to see who you're not committed to anything. You don't have to marry the person at the end of it. It's just like, who do you go on also, a second date with? it'd be so easy to find people because like... Totally. No one's really good at dating. 
because I was thinking <laughs> this is so logistic. <laughs> Why are we still podcasting? But it's like you could do you just find all of the people that you're going to have for mm-hmm. that entire season or whatever and just do one event where it's a, there's a lot of singles and then people just pick out the person that they want to be going on the date. So you don't have to do an event every single yeah. episode like and then they'll do I I think it could work. Guys, Venmo me if you think this is a good idea. At Kelly Blackheart. Uh, just send me $20 if you think this is a great idea. Just kidding. I think we're coming up on time. Wow. But we discovered in the Zach Jacket account. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That we have a bunch of message requests. So that, many. Because, um, okay, so Jack goes, do you, do you know the Zach Jacket account thing? And I was like, ugh, I don't know. Because like, Zach's not here and I just. Yeah, Zach's not here and Tommy's not here account. and he's the one who has the login. And so I just shot out a guess of what the login would be. And, and then correct. And then Jack goes, we got a lot of message requests. Do you think Tommy's ever checked these? And I said, absolutely not. He doesn't know how to do that. And so what do you got for us? We have one from one year ago. Hell yeah. From Yuki Yurutim. It might be fake, but it's from one year ago. Oh, is it porn? It's a voice message. It's 59 seconds. Okay. So on March 20th, 2021... At one twenty-seven p.m., there are two unsent messages, <laughs> and then one message that's fifty-nine seconds. Hold on, let me p- just play a song real quick to get the speakers to work. I don't know what song. You'll is. never guess who just texted me "Happy Birthday." No way, Tommy Caprio. Brian Balooney, because it's his birthday, right? Oh, is it? I think it, I think he and I have the same birthday, but I have not talked to him in. It's Kate Liban's birthday. Three years. Oh, damn. Okay. Jack, what do you have to say to Brian Balooney? Hey, man, if it's your birthday, have a happy birthday. <laughs> Hi! That probably doesn't look good. That's okay. All right, here we go. Here is Yuki Urutimo. Ah! Oh, God. No! Stop sending messages right now. We're trying to listen to a, a voice message that was sent over a year ago. Okay. Okay, sorry, guys. Hello, you degenerate fox. <gasps> it's Yuki from Finland. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize about my accent. It's horrible. I th- I hope you can live with it. It sounds good. We're to- sorry it took us so long. It sounds sexy. But yeah, just called in to say that I I want to thank you because these few past months haven't been easy for me. I've suffered from alcoholism and it isn't the first time for me and I'm only 20 years old so I could really use some help but I'm slowly getting better I think and you guys have been a big part of that because listening to you on my shitty days at work and on my free time has really lifted my spirit so keep doing what you do it really means a lot to me and to all of us I think okay bye Bye. Okay, maybe not the best message to play after a shot and that I've been at the bars all night, but I Yuki, if this was sorry. from a year ago. This is from March t- March 20th, 2021. Oh, shit. June 30th, Over, Oh, God. Okay, so that was a long time ago. I've, I hope you're still listening. I hope you're still listening. I'm sorry it took us so long. I hope you have... Uh, listen... Everybody was a little bit a little bit of an alcoholic during the pandemic. That's true. I definitely was. So 
don't be too hard on yourself. Hopefully you figured out a way to cope with the things that are difficult and not go too far into that. Yeah, that's good. I hope you're still listening or you may have never, you may have said fuck off since we never responded to that. But glad you're here or we're here. All right, let's see if we got we got uh, send a voice message. All right, J H bomb Humberstone. <laughs> That's fake. Sent a message on December first, twenty twenty one, and unsent it, and then resent another one. That's thirty six seconds. Let's Hell take yeah. a listen. G'day everyone, I'm Jay from Port Macquarie in Australia. I've never commented in the group or called oh, in because I'm a self conscious shit cunt. No. But I just wanted to say that Kelly, Tommy, and Jack. You're fucking beautiful people, Aww. and your episodes are a highlight to my week. Hell yeah. I don't have a question. Um, I just wanted to say that you're absolute fucking legends. I've been a listener since day dot, and uh, cool. yeah, keep up the work. Absolute fucking legends. And uh, much love to uh, the other uh, degenerate fucks out there. Well, we got a new term, day dot. Day dot, yeah. I like that, day uh, dot. Also, I... You know, I say this fucking every time, but I, I like, you know, of course I love our regulars. Like they, they are the ones that keep the show going, but like, I get so excited when we hear from somebody that has never appeared anywhere Yeah, I agree. because it's so easy for us to think that like we do this for fucking 12 people, but w- obviously we don't like there, there obviously are it's 13 or 14, <laughs> but like Maybe six. I think we've been shocked plenty of times to find out how many people listen to this, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't feel real until we get a message. Like it, when even when we like I haven't looked at the numbers in a really long time, but even when I used to, like I would see the numbers. I'm like, that's fucking insane. Yeah, and One it wouldn't. Left it, on it wouldn't feel real until like we got a message from somebody who's like, I haven't participated at all, but blah blah blah, and it's like. That's so cool. So we appreciate when you guys do that. Thank you for being here since day dot. Happy birthday, Kelly. Thanks. Where can uh, people yeah. follow you? Oh, uh, you can follow me at Kelly Blackheart. And, or just out in the streets. Jack, where we can find you? Jackhackett.com. Tommy's or follow in, me in the sheets. T- oh. Ooh. Fuck Tommy. Bye. <laughs>